couldn't help it. I know you felt it. Green and white, white and green. Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics? All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPolcito, and the Celtics fall to the Cavaliers 118-114 in overtime once again. Here we are. This is just another frustrating loss where we had to watch Jalen Brown play 45 minutes after playing 47 minutes yesterday. Uh, So we're going to follow today's podcast, same as usual, run through player of the game run through some of the highs, some of the lows. Uh, but before we get started on that, want to give a huge shout out to one of our sponsors, Hopewell Hemp Farms. They gave me a bunch of CBD stuff. We've got gummies, we've got body butters, we've got tinctures, we've got everything going right now. Uh, so want to give a huge shout out to, to them here. We've got some nerd coated CBD gummies. Uh, we've got some full spectrum CBD gummies and, and some body butter. Well, all of this stuff, great. Help you go to bed. Running a contest right now. If you rate and review the podcast, five-star written review, and send a screenshot of it to me, you'll get entered into the contest. As soon as I hit 100 ratings and reviews, we're giving giving away a bunch of CBD stuff. Uh, That's the plug for right now. Still do the ads after. But to get started here for player of the game, got to give it to Jalen Brown. This was, again, I, I kind of touched on it already. Played 47 minutes yesterday. Came out here, played 45 minutes today. And besides his three-point shooting, was super efficient. 32 points in this one. 13 rebounds, nine assists. Almost had that triple-double. Uh, shot well, 12 of 26 in the field. Got to the free-throw line 10 times. This was a superstar performance. Uh you could tell at the end of the game, fourth quarter, like the end of fourth quarter and overtime, he was exhausted. Absolutely exhausted. A lot of shots coming up short. Uh, he just, he also hit a couple of massive shots though. Like Jalen Brown had 27 points after Galatian. So overtime still scored five, had a huge, like he had a split a double team to beat the shot clock after Brogdon went to the ground. Uh, and then was fouled shooting a three to go up 112-109 to start the overtime. So had three points early uh, and then had that beautiful sp- like double-team split to get the bucket to go up two. And unfortunately, after that, we didn't really have any other guys that stepped up. It was a tough overtime stretch for the Celtics. We scored five. All of them were from Jalen Brown, right? Nobody else could put the ball in the hoop in overtime. Uh, overall, Jalen Brown, it's tough to, it's tough to say many negatives about his game today. You know, he definitely let some shots come up short at the end, but it's really hard playing 92 minutes in a 27 hour period. Right. So give, give the man some credit. This is a really, really tough turnaround to be able to do what he was able to do tonight. Uh, was really impressive. And he looked like as fresh as they come for the majority of this game. It wasn't until late in that fourth quarter where things really started to slow down for him. Uh, So give the guy some credit. I thought he played really well tonight. Uh, The other guy that deserves a ton of credit in this one is Malcolm Brogdon. He's missed the last couple of games here, but he came out 24 points, uh, four rebounds, five assists on eight of 14 from the field, three of six from three, hit all five of his free throws. I thought Malcolm Brogdon today, uh, really put the Celtics 
in a completely different category. There was a point in this game, you know, the Celtics were up by seven at the end of the first. We outscored them another five in the second. So we were up 12 at halftime. We outscored them by two after the third, had a 14-point lead. Again, all of these numbers, we keep seeing it here. Uh, And then we got outscored 31-17 in the fourth. And part of me wants to say I'm not surprised. Part of me wants to say I am surprised. But the fact of the matter is, yes, we played a double overtime game yesterday. We were playing this game without Al Horford, without Time Lord, and without Jason Tatum. But I still don't think there's an excuse good enough to lose this game. And there's a couple of reasons why we're going to talk. We're going to dive into that a little bit later in today's podcast. Uh, But to kind of talk about some of the things that the Celtics did really well today. Again, the first three quarters was fantastic basketball. I talked about, you know, a seven point lead after the first quarter. Uh, We were six of 13 from three. Really good there. Nine points off of their seven turnovers. Forced a bunch of turnovers. We had 16 bench points in that first quarter. And then at halftime, again, 12-point lead, 13 of 26 from three, 18 assists on 25 field goals made. So like multiply that by two, right? Two halves. That's 36 potential assists if we carried on the same stretch. Obviously, did not happen. uh, But through halftime, really good basketball. 36 bench points at halftime. After the third quarter, Right, this is where things started to to go a little bit downhill as far as three point shooting goes, uh, but up ninety two seventy eight fourteen point lead fourteen of thirty four from three, meaning we were one of eight in that third quarter, twenty two assists on thirty five field goals made. So, you look at the math four assists in that third quarter, the three point shooting fell off. Right, and then the fourth quarter is when things really just fell off a cliff and we'll dive into some of that some of that stuff too Uh, but overall you look at those first three quarters the Celtics played unbelievable basketball this was one of the the better coached games I think we've seen in a long time the rotations were solid in this guys stepped in guys came in played at a high level guys came in like Pritchard infused some energy uh even Cornette while the Numbers weren't really there on the plus minus. He came in six offensive rebounds in this one, two blocks. I thought overall he did not have a great game, but you know, you look at six offensive rebounds. That was one of the, that was one of the reasons that the Celtics were really in this game. We rebounded really well through the first three and a half quarters and down the stretch. When we started going to our best five lineup, it started to fall off. You go towards those guard lineups with Brogdon, White, JB. Uh, We had Muscala out there uh, and Grant, and the rebounding fell off. You know, this is a game where we were leading the rebounding battle for the majority of it. We ended up losing 58-52. We had 15 offensive rebounds in this one. We gave up 16. So rebounding as a whole uh, was an issue late in the stretch, Uh, and that's kind of – where things boiled over but you look at some of the things that the celtics did you know did well i think we got out in transition we pushed the pace like the celtics played Celtics ball through a large majority of today's game the ball was zipping all around the place 
and you saw a lot of guys racking up assists and playing team basketball. It wasn't just ball movement, but it was ball and player movement. Everybody was moving. We saw a lot of cutting. We saw other guys step in, make plays. Uh, Sam Hauser came in seven minutes. In those seven minutes, honestly, even on a defensive level, a steal, a block, uh, had three rebounds, hit his only three, thought he played pretty well. Muscala came in. He actually led the team in plus minus with a plus nine in his 35 minutes. Uh, and while his three-point shooting wasn't phenomenal, one of five, uh, still contributed five points, six rebounds, two steals, and a block. Defensively, he was solid out there. He held his own. He rebounded. He was flying around. He was making guys stretch out to the three-point line because he is still a threat. Although they did not fall today, he was still a threat. Uh, so I thought he played pretty well. Blake Griffin, 18 minutes, thought he played pretty well. Again, energy guy, changed when he was out there. Uh, outside of that, it's really tough. You know, you don't have a, a ton of other guys stepping up. I thought Pritchard's minutes were good. Grant's minutes, his first 15 minutes uh, were good. Uh, it's just really tough. 12 points in that th- in that second quarter. Grant Williams went out there in the, the second quarter, alone, four or four from the three-point line, had 12 points. All right, that's where Grant Williams' night ended. Uh, but in that second quarter, man, it looked like Grant was gearing up for his payday that he keeps talking about, right? Uh, it fell off a cliff pretty fast. And I want to dive into that. Before we dive into some of the negatives, though, uh, do you want to take a quick break for word from our sponsors? This podcast is brought to you by Hopewell Hemp Farms. Hopewell Hemp Farms is your only source for the highest quality American-grown hemp products. If you're like me and love to be active, whether that's playing in an adult softball or basketball league, or your level of activity is limited to yard work, one thing is for certain. As you get older, joints start to hurt. Well, I turn to Hopewell Hemp Farms Body Butter to relax those joints and their amazing tinctures to help me fall asleep. Check them out at HopewellHempFarms.com today and stock your nightstand the only way I know how. Looking for an agent to help you buy or sell real estate? George Dimas at PD Properties is the agent for you. Sell now for a flat 3% commission on the sales price. PD Properties utilize the most current marketing techniques and strive to put more money in your pocket. If you're looking to buy, call now and George will be with you every step of the way until you find a property you're able to call home. Serving the North Shore and beyond, call George Dimas with PD Properties today at 781-913-2290. That's 781-913-2290. NBA fans, it's time to bring the hoops action to the palm of your hand with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 and win $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, for a limited time, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app today, opt in, and place a same-game parlay on any NBA game, and if it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus back. Download the app now and sign up with code TBPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NBA and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA with code TBPN. 
Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, so it is hard to talk about the negatives of this game without starting uh, with Grant Williams. Uh, I just talked about the fact that he scored 12 points on four of four from three uh, in that second quarter. Uh, But what I didn't talk about was the fact that he had a chance to win this game with 0.8 seconds left. The game was tied. He got fouled, and I'll give him credit for even getting getting his hands on the ball, enforcing free throws. But he got to the free throw line with a tie game with 0.8 seconds left. Chirps at Donovan Mitchell saying he's going to hit both of them and then misses both and forces overtime. And God, if that's just not like the, the perfect story tale ending to Grant Williams, like saying that he needs to get paid and wants $20 million. He is on thin ice with 98% of Celtics nation right now. I've, I've backed him up. I've said that I still think that Grant is going to get paid, and I know I'm catching a lot of flack for that. Tonight did not help the case whatsoever. Again, second quarter, there were people tweeting about it. There were people talking about it and saying, this is the Grant Williams that we need. This is the Grant Williams that we, if we see, we can go to the championship again, the NBA Finals. And then the third quarter comes, doesn't do anything. Fourth quarter, third quarter, he actually didn't even play. Joe Missoula didn't even bring him off the bench in that third quarter. And then fourth quarter comes, doesn't do much, and then has the opportunity to win the game and doesn't. And that just summed up what we've been watching from Grant Williams all season long. And it's frustrating. It's really frustrating because I know the guy's got talent. And tonight we saw a little bit of what he's capable of doing. Right When he doesn't hesitate, he doesn't think about putting the ball on the floor and he just shoots, he's a damn good shooter. And he proved it tonight. But then he just swallowed, I don't know, he just he destroyed himself at the end of the game. He just laid a deuce. And not the deuce that we all know and love, Jason Tatum's son. He just laid a deuce. And it was not good in this one. Uh you know, outside of that, though, you look at the way the Celtics played from, you know, the first three quarters and then switching over into the fourth quarter, the Celtics offense fell off a cliff after the second half and after the second quarter, I mean, and it's to be a little expected, you know, that scoring is going to go down as the game progresses. I think that's natural after coming off of a double overtime game the night before, uh, but scoring 17 points in the fourth quarter is never going to win you games. Like we had such a big lead going into this and we just let them outscore us by 14, get right back in the game. And there's really nothing you can blame in this game besides Grant Williams missing those free throws. Because frankly, JB stepped up, played a ton of minutes. Derek White played a good amount of minutes. Malcolm Brogdon played a good amount of minutes. The rotations in this game, I thought, were incredible. Joe Missoula did a great job coaching in this one. And then even, like, the Cavs went on a, a little stretch in the fourth quarter. They got it down to eight in the first, like, two minutes. Joe called a timeout almost immediately and then shifted. Right, He called timeouts. He made sure he had timeouts left 
He called the challenge late in the game. And then he also had another one to draw up a play late in late in the game to potentially get the game winning bucket from Peyton Pritchard. Right. So I thought Joe played this as well as you could, but the Celtics just couldn't pull it out. And honestly, a lot of it comes down to Grant Williams and it's frustrating. I know there's never, there's never such thing as one play that that overshadows the rest of the game. That fourth quarter was a nightmare, but the Celtics had it in their graphs and they couldn't take advantage. A lot of it comes down to the style of play that they kind of followed throughout that fourth quarter. Though you look at the three point shooting. I talked about the fact that the Celtics were 13 of 26 from three at halftime. They ended 16 of 48 meaning they were three for 22 in the third quarter, fourth quarter, and overtime. That is 13%. Again, you're not going to win basketball games when you shoot that poorly. That's what this game boils down to. Like, obviously, you look at Grant Williams, you look at the missed free throws as the opportunity there. You got to give credit to, to Peyton Pritchard. I think he's the only one on the team that could have gotten from that side of the court, from one side of the court to the other, and still got a shot up, making it possible for other guys. Uh, but it didn't work out, right? And again, you go back and obviously one one play isn't dictating the entire game. But when you're shooting 13% from three in an entire half of basketball, you're going to lose. Right, the Celtics were shooting over fifty percent at uh, at the beginning of this third quarter. They hit one early in the third, and that was basically it. Right, but you look at some of the the shot selection. I'll go to Marcus Smart on this one. He was three of eleven from three. Again, there's no game where he should lead the team in three point shot attempts. It shouldn't. It should never happen. And I said this a little bit after last after last game. Marcus Smart, since he's come back from this injury, hasn't really gotten back into the role that we're accustomed to him playing and that he's thrived in all year long, right? I talked about it after the last game that Jason Tatum has started taking the ball up more, taking over a lot of the playmaking duties, and Marcus Smart is kind of going off ball and sitting in a corner or trying to spot up, and that's not his game. Tonight he did the same thing. And Jalen Brown, I'll give him a lot of credit, nine assists in this one, took over that playmaking role. But Marcus Smart should not be playing in that spot-up shooter role because he's not a shooter. He's not. And honestly, frankly, like Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, their three-point percentages aren't that high either. But when you've got guys around you, Derek White, you know, Grant Williams, you know, Hauser, Brogdon, all these guys can shoot. Right. So if you have all of them playmaking, great. But I'd rather Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum take those shots than, you know, Marcus Smart. Obviously, Tatum didn't play in this one at all. So you have to rely a little bit on, you know, other guys. But Marcus Smart shouldn't be that guy. All right. So shot selection, another issue tonight from Smart. You know, we talked about it with Tatum last game as well, but shot selection was an issue. Marcus Smart needs to go back to that role of being the primary playmaker 
and getting these guys organized because there are moments where he looks great and then there are moments where he settles and lets other guys take over that duty and then he just becomes a jump shooter and he's not a jump shooter right so the shot selection needs to be better it needs to be better from him but frankly it needs to be better from everybody right so this is a this is a tough loss it's a tough loss the celtics were up by 14 after the third quarter and had every right to win this game because they played so much better than the Cavs. Uh, but one really good quarter for the Cavs was enough to, you know, take the lead, tie it, go into overtime, give Donovan Mitchell a ton of credit. You know, he was really hot and then he was really not. You know, he went ice cold for a little bit and then he turned it on again. He had a couple of huge shots to end out regulation. And then over time, he was great. You know, he ended 40 points, 11 rebounds, four assists. The numbers are solid. 14 of 34, you know, it's under 50%, not great. Four of 11 from three, eh, right? But clutch baskets. And the guy is just a bolt of lightning. So much energy coming off of him, especially late in this game. So give them some credit. You know, even, even Stevens, uh, eight points, eight rebounds, six of which were offensive. He was huge for them in this one. Honestly, I've never even heard of this dude. I've never even heard of uh, Lamar Stevens. Second season in the NBA, apparently. I don't think he's done much, right? This season, he is averaging 17 minutes, five five points a game. He's a nobody. And the guy came out and played some big minutes. Big minutes for the Cavs tonight. So, again, you'll look. There's always somebody uh, that will destroy you. Evan Mobley, five offensive rebounds. Donovan Mitchell, four offensive rebounds. Lamar Stevens, six offensive rebounds. As well as we were on the offensive class, so were the Cavs. So, that's where the Celtics lost. Ball movement stopped in the third quarter. Threes stopped falling. We gave up too many offensive rebounds late in the game. So that's the that's loss right there in a nutshell. It's a tough one. Uh, but listen, that's where we're going to wrap things up. If you haven't done so already, guys, make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics Guy. Make sure to follow our Facebook page, Boston Celtics Till I Die, and our YouTube page, Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. And make sure to rate and review the podcast. Send me a screenshot, whatever you write, and... I'll enter you into the giveaway. As soon as we hit 100 ratings and reviews, giving away some CBD from our sponsor, Hopewell Hemp Farms. Have a great night, Celtics fans. We'll talk soon. Yeah, you couldn't help it. I know you felt it. Green and white, white and green. Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics?